Previously on the Adventure Zone Ethersea. Back, Skittles, get to our ship. Now, I do not know where Emery is. He may be dead. Let's do an old Wild West quick draw. You go to Wait. throw your net over onto Guthrie, but you are just a fraction of, of, of a moment too slow as he draws a hand crossbow and puts a bolt right in your chest. And he goes in the recall pod and you all watch it zip away. All right, you weird son of a bitch. It's time to wake up. As you jam that strong yum nut spice into his smelling holes, the bolt is loosed enough for you to remove it. By the authority of the chaperones, this vessel is ordered to follow us into docking procedures with Founder's Wake. I need you and your friends to follow me. I'm here to bring you to the curator. He owes you an explanation. We've just returned from going to the uh, to the museum where the stuff was. Guthrie blew up the other ship. At least it appears that way. It killed yeah. that other captain. Beck and Skittles the octopus came back with us, but Guthrie got away in the escape pod. When we returned, we were approached by the paramilitary group, and then they brought us into the main hub of the dock, where we were met by an emissary of the curator who said that the curator was waiting to speak to us. So the next few minutes are a flurry of activity. Uh, a fleet of dock workers set upon the dreams of Deborah, beginning the extensive repairs required after your, your dog fight and your turtle fight, all under the barking orders of the fancy man who- I thought who we just, agreed on fish fight. Fish, well, no, it was a, okay, yeah, fine. It was a fish fight, but then it, there was a turtle fight. See, this is why it's confusing. You're probably not gonna fight a dog This under is what the I'm ocean. saying, fish fight. Okay. So Beck and Skittles are apprehended by the chaperones with five sets of handcuffs total. Um, Zooks, yeah. you are placed in a, a wheelchair and hooked up to a tank of, of fluid sort of hanging off its back. And moments later, Zooks, you are revived. You, are, you weren't dead, but you were unconscious. You are coming to as you and your party, now led by this huge dude in the black suit, are taken up the Crystal Ascension and into the conservatory. And this tier of the city, uh, I don't know if any of you have really spent a whole lot of time here. It is, it is unlike the others. It is this lush, 
well-tended, grassy park, basically. Uh, There are these pristine white buildings that sit nestled between these gentle, rolling hills. There's galleries and museums and a concert hall. And sort of the biggest building here is is the headquarters of the Benevolent Parish. Uh, But the building that you all are being led to by this dude in the suit isn't quite as, as fancy as all that. It's just this sort of unassuming squat tower by the the salt glass exterior wall overlooking the ravine uh, outside. And this guy in the suit ushers you in and you find yourself in an office with the same, you know, wide oceanic view. And there's a wild-haired, bushy-bearded man seated at a wide, messy desk. And he waves off your guide and he walks around the desk to greet you all. And he says, hello, hello, come on in, come in, come in. Can I get you something to drink? Water? Uh, Devo t- turns to um, Amber and, and Zeus and says, let me handle this. Hello, my name is Jack Noir. I'm a private detective. I am sorry for the confusion. I was hired by the CERN family to investigate a Brynar named Guthrie, who they suspect of being a murderer an all-around bad person. And so we went undercover to work with him. And so you see, everything we did was in the pursuit of law and order. And now, if you will excuse us, we will get out of your hair. Do you turn Do you turn to get out of his hair? Yes. Okay. Of which, the- of which there is a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. First of all, the curator looks at the three of you, specifically you, Jack Noir. Jack uh, Noir, private detective. Very confused. Make a make a deception roll for me there. Uh, okay. Uh, that's a nat one. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Indeed, it was. I love it when the numbers back up reality. <laughs> Okay, then, you know what? I was going to say, the curator looks at you, and he's confused. The curator is not confused. Uh, he gestures to the guy who led you up here, and he he actually says, uh, docent, can you? And this this guy, the docent, uh, grabs you by the shoulders and says, why why don't you have a seat? And sort okay. of, he just, he, the, the, the curator said, is, is that your real voice? No, this is my real voice. I... I I, I mean, y- yes, this is the voice of Jack Noir, okay. private detective. I, I, should, I should start with this. None of you are in trouble. Oh, this is, oh, okay. This and is good. Here comes a surprise. Uh, he walks over to a, uh, a teapot and pours uh, a couple, uh, just, he, you know what, he pours around and he just like sets it on his desk and, and he sits down and he says, no, I, I brought you up here to to explain. If anything, I am the one who should apologize to you for the, the terrible inconvenience that, that you all have faced. And here I am inconveniencing you, bringing me into my office when I'm sure the three of you probably just want to, you know, go have a, a, a fish stick and a nap. But, oh, um, this does sound good. Yes, a fish stick would be. Oh, I miss them. Are the three of you Okay. Are you hurt? Are you injured? Uh, well, Zooks was hurt very bad. Yes. I'm I, fine. I'm, I'm okay. I can see this. I'm, I'm very sorry. I, I need to tell you the truth about Guthrie, although I am sure you have figured out some of it 
on your own. Guthrie is Guthrie is a source for my my collections here. As you know, I am almost single-handedly responsible for collecting the relics of the surface world. And Guthrie has proven a very prolific donor to my galleries. And for that, I say donor, he has been handsomely paid. But the veracity of his works have come under some scrutiny lately, let's say. And so we have had him investigated by a detective not unlike yourself, Mr. Noir. Oh, is uh, my name is Divolamen. Oh, right. Um, J- J- Jacques Noir was just, uh, he was a figment that I created. The curator looks at you, Amber, and says, I'm, so- I'm very sorry, I did not ask your name. Um, are we still, do I do a fun one, or? Uh, this is up to you. If you want to do a fun one, you can. I, I have drops of fun one, but I, whatever you want. My name's Kurt Schwiggums. <laughs> Roll a deception check. 19 minus 1. It's good to meet you, Kirch. Miss Figums? Just Kirch is fine. Okay. <laughs> Kirch. Kirch, Devo, Zooks. Um, I should show you Now something. I decided Miss Figums. All right. Miss Figums, Zooks, Devo, let me show you something. Docent and the guy in the suit walks into a side room and brings in... Uh, a painting, a big painting in a sort of gold embossed frame. Uh, and I, I don't know how much of a, uh, I, I guess Amber or, or Devo, you all might be familiar with, you know, some surface world culture, particularly you, Amber, seeing as, you know, you lived there. But this painting is, you recognize it, like, w- without a history role or anything like that, you know what this is. It is a very, very famous uh, it is a very famous piece of art by the painter Sable Corisol. Um, he says, This is, we have learned, not the genuine article. And in fact, Guthrie was making his way out to the gallery where you all faced your misfortune, not to recover the works of art located there, but rather to destroy them so that his malfeasance, his deception would not be uncovered. So that's kind of why that happened. And we had an inkling and could have said something about it, could have probably arrested him on suspicions before he set out on your ill-fated journey. But we were, we wanted to be certain. And because of that, you all have faced such, such hardships. And I am, I am genuinely very sorry. This... <laughs> So you waited, and because of this, Zooks almost died. And more than this, a man that a new friend of mine cared very much about did die. And now a child is on her own because you waited. He, he looks aghast when you say that. He says, I did not, I did not know about Guthrie killed a man named Emery, leaving a child to fend for herself. He stands and whispers something in the docent's ear, and he nods and walks off. And he says, 
I, I will make sure that this child is is not hassled by the chaperones and um, I'm, I'm very sorry to hear about that. I please have it taken to Brother Seldom. I I will I will do that. You have my word. The um, octopus too. There's an octopus. Yes, the octopus. I love is, octopus. He is a very good guy. Make okay. sure he goes to Brother Seldom as well. Are we? Um, I don't want to be rude, uh, but I don't necessarily care if I am. Are we done? This here? is a good question. He says, "I, I." I want to make sure that you all are compensated for your hardships because I cannot help but feel partly responsible for them. Uh, and he walks over to his desk and he opens up a, uh, a drawer uh, and he picks up a, a clipboard and he turns it and he slides it towards you. And he says, I am willing to compensate the three of you um, handsomely. Uh, d- d- 25 lux to be specific. Um, but for this, I would only ask one thing, and that is for your discretion. I would, I would ask you to sign this non-disclosure agreement that would, that says you will keep what happened to you on, on your adventure, if we could call it that, uh, a secret. The, the works that are in our galleries are incredibly important to the future of our society. And though Guthrie submitted certain counterfeits, not everything we have is phony baloney. And I worry that if this story got out, then that would become the narrative. So um, I'm, I'm willing to offer you 25 lux for your silence. And he slides the clipboard towards you. Um, we need, uh, could you please give us, uh, a second to discuss this in private? Um, of, of, of course. Um, here, have, have the room. And he stands up and he, he, uh, he walks out of the room. I am very new to money. Is this a lot of money? I have absolutely no idea. Is this a lot? I mean, for me, who's sort of... I'm I'm on the unemployment spectrum, I would say. It is a considerable sum, yeah. I think we could probably, you know, scrounge a bit more, Keppa. You know, it occurs to me, um, Zooks, you were the one most affected by this in a very painful uh, way, and taking this money means that you would be unable to pursue any kind of legal recourse against Guthrie, and I do not think this is our decision to make entirely. What, how are you, what are your thoughts? Whatever you want. Whatever you two... Zooks, you seem so sad. I'm having a great deal of trouble... Wrapping my head around what's been going on for the last few days, I, I, I thought I was dead, and it was not a pleasant reminder of what being dead is like. Um, that on top of the fact that, you know. 
Guthrie's the one that told me not to stick a weapon in somebody's face. And the minute I didn't stick a weapon in somebody's face, I got shot and almost killed. And I didn't like it. And I'm, I'm, I don't know what to think. So whatever, whatever you two want. I would just say make it divisible by three so we don't have an argument about splitting up the money. Maybe 27. Well, Zazen might not 30, you know? Or 24. 30 30 feels clean. 30 30 feels feels very clean, yes. And I was thinking we could use this money to get the ship so that we could get jobs. Uh, So then we would not need to split it. We would use the money. I assume is this enough money? Yes, is is this enough money to get a ship? I do not. I, honest to God, I have no idea. I can answer that. Twenty five is enough to get you a ship. Maybe not. You know, uh, heated seats. Uh, Maybe not a maybe not a Bose bassy sound system in it. Um, Maybe a leak or two. There might be a leak a leak or two. Uh, No, a a premium pre owned vehicle is what you're telling us. Yes, yes. This is this is within the price range sort of outlined by by Mona. Uh, Not a lot of twenty five would not give you much to chop and screw it with, but it would be enough to sort of satisfy the the basic requirement of employment at the Blue Span Brokerage. And I'm sure they've got that. That stuff that you, you know, um, smear on a on a screen and it becomes watertight that that guy sells. Yes, you oh, can, yeah, scotch, yeah, yeah. You can yeah. scotch guard this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, so, Griffin, you know, how much, uh, for my own edification, how much is the uh, improved crew quarters cost in station? There's no, uh, there's no cost listed. Oh, don't, I don't. Well, I, don't. I have a reason for asking. Would you say five would cover it? I mean, it, it twenty five is not enough to to I think get those kinds of improvements. You okay, would need, you would need more. Okay, you Devo wouldn't know that, so I don't. Okay, then I feel I, particularly compelled to. Okay, what um, about buying the D- dreams of Deborah? You could not twenty five. Are you kidding me? It's pretty For the beat dreams up. Of De- Deborah, it's it's a choice, baby. Are you kidding me? That's a sweet ride, man. You can't. You can't. Okay, okay. I think. Uh, I, if you're ready to bring the curator back in. Are you I, ready to bring the curator back in? Are we ready to give him an answer? Yeah. He comes back in. Um, what what have you decided? Uh, I think that this could be equitable, but um, I would like to uh, add two conditions. Because this money will not only go to us, uh, we are also going to use it to make sure that uh, the young girl and the octopus that I mentioned will have a home. So you will increase this accordingly. And also, completely off the records, you will do everything in your power to help us locate Guthrie moving forward. <laughs> he, he laughs. He says, oh, <laughs> you have my word that that is... My top priority. I'm sorry. That sounded maybe like it was like I was laughing at you and that like lying. No, I'm. I yes, I will find him and um, I will put his bleached bones on display. as beautiful art. Yes, we would like to be a uh, part of this art making process. Yes, it'll be a group murder uh, process, and uh, I will. I'll shoot you uh, an invite. Um, 
and we'll get together and we can all sort of ritually uh, murder <laughs> this person. Um, and that'll be fun. We'll make a day of it. Seconded. Okay. So uh, you're really uh, busting my goners here. Uh, how, how much are, are you asking? 35. Six. 30, 36. 36. Clean split. It's a clean split. And with an added benefit, as we are using the ship we will buy, we will keep our eyes open for works of art or things of this nature, and we will bring them to you to sell them to you before anyone else. Um, roll a persuasion check, Devo. That is a 17 plus 7, a 24. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Listen, I had you guys. Devo, yeah, no, I, yeah, I had yeah. y'all level up, and we'll we'll talk about the things you leveled up, uh, but I assume you're fucking plus set. God, your skills are bonk. Okay, we'll talk about it. Um, he says, okay, you signed the non-disclosure agreement. You promise to... Offer me right of first refusal on any recovered relics you may discover out during your travails. And I would ask one more thing. Um, was anything, anything recovered from the Corusol Gallery? Um, we had that little, we had a little scrap, right? Like, but there a little scrap of scrap of painting. Yes. You don't whether or not you. I wasn't involved with that. Yeah. I just heard it on the podcast. Yeah. Okay. I actually have something. I don't know how much it's worth, but here. And he holds out the uh, the scrap. I, 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 did we establish that it has um, Sable's signature on it? I can't. I cannot remember. But when you hand him this this scrap, he slides you over the clipboard with the non-disclosure agreement on it and and hands hands you all uh, a pen and then reaches down in his desk and pulls out a little box and opens it up and removes 36 I I don't know what Lux looks like um I'm imagining kind Go of with like hexagonal Griffin hexagonal coins really cool <gasps> I'm thinking more like uh interlocking blocks Mm. Uh, like interlocking translucent purple blocks. Uh, that you know when they when they lock together in certain quantities, they change they change color, and that's how you know like oh well this is ten, uh, sort of I on, do like on that. eyesight. It's cool. That's um, sweet. So he slides thirty six of those across the table to you all, and then he stands up and actually takes that scrap over oh, to that. This is so embarrassing. The 36 is the cost of our silence. The scrap will need to be negotiated separately. He turns to look at you, Devo, and his demeanor has changed completely. He looks... He looks angry, not at you, um, but he, he looks... When he saw what you handed him, he looks like heartbroken um, and and angry. And he walks over to the painting and holds up the scrap and you can see where it, where it lines up with this forgery. Um, 
and he takes it back to you and uh, throws the scrap back on the table. And he says, I don't need to pay for it. I don't, I don't need this. So we could take this out and sell it to somebody Do you... else. <sighs> I believe you have just refused at first, if I remember. Fine, I will, I, will, I, I will give you 40 for everything. 42. 42. Uh, as we said, this must be a clean split. Uh, 42. Final offer. Or 39. No. <laughs> um, roll another... Per- hey, this is a separate deal. Make another persuasion check. This one's going to be high. That's a nat 20. Plus 7. Holy fucking shit! I w- let y'all trust me on this one. That is We're doing fucking it in the app. wild. Okay. He takes out, but you know what? You're like laugh it up now that he just used that fate. You know what I yeah, mean? Right. Like that karma for three. Listen, if we're gonna use this money to buy our ship, dude. Yeah, but like you're gonna, someone's gonna be like swinging the hammer of Delphar at you at some point. <laughs> yeah. you're, gonna need, you're gonna need these. Oh, I'm gonna rolls. beat. I'm yeah. I'm gonna beef it for sure. Yeah, for sure. You'll be like, but my gold coat, my three, but my lux, <laughs> but my three lira. <laughs> Zit my zinny. <laughs> uh, okay, he takes out six more of those uh, of those blocks and throws them down, and they uh, some of them snap together to create now 40, 42 locks. A king's a king's ransom, I will say. Yeah. Um, and then he grabs the scrap back uh, and shoves it in his desk drawer, and he says, "Please sign it and go." And um, I suppose we will be in touch. Can Zooks make a perception check as to whether or not he knows the, the one he has in his wall is a fake? Um, yeah, he said it. To, he said that much. The okay. one, the, the one he brought in is a forgery. That is what he said. That that um, okay. S- some of the things that Guthrie brought in, including this like masterpiece, are are forgeries. And the real um, one was destroyed. And the real one was destroyed. Okay, you get the impression that as somebody who is spent most of his life sort of solely responsible for making sure this exact thing doesn't have it happen. He's having a pretty fucking bad day now. Uh, and he basically is, is no longer sort of speaking with you. He's just kind of looking out at the ravine outside. Uh, well, Devo signs it, takes the money and, uh, goes. Amber Zooks. Amber, what name do you sign it with? You sign Amber it with? Green. I've already forgotten the whole thing. <laughs> French, French dillops? It was, no, it was clunch, clunch figgins. Something like that. Figgums? Something like that. All right. Clunch figgums. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, and Zooks? I, and, and when Amber Amber looks at it and he notices that Amber signed it, Amber Gree, and she looks at him and says, checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> Zooks, are you signing as well? Sure. Okay. Yeah, he signs. Um... But he signs it backwards. Okay. Zoos? That'll show him. All right. Lesson lesson learned. Okay. He turns back and says, thank you. My um, my docent will show you out. And the docent shows you out. And the docent does. <gasps> Roll for docent. Uh, y'all, y'all got some money to throw around now. Um, I will say your trip back home was much slower uh, than than uh, your trip out. So you are not in danger of running out of your sort of forty eight hour deadline. But like, it is the day of. 
And so what, it's what time happens? time to take care of this. Yeah, it's time to take care of this. You don't have a ton of time to kill, but you got enough to. That, then that let's go to Mona's. Okay. Enough farting around, Griffin. Uh, it's cool. You zip on up the uh, the Crystal Ascension up into uh, Mona's. Oh, here in the elevator, it's fair. Like, um, Amber, I have to ask. Um, I'm not uh, all that good with uh, the social situations just yet. Did I overplay that? I mean, check your wallet, bud. I mean, I know, but... Uh, seems like it went okay. But okay? at the beginning, he seems like he liked us. And by the end, he seemed a little pissed. I mean, yeah. I don't know. There was, I think there were some... Uh, some currents we couldn't necessarily see from the surface, but I, I mean, I ain't sweating and hunting. Listen, we got 42 looks in our pockets. I think things are going fine. Don't second guess yourself too much. You know, you can play it safe and skate by, then you end up bellying. What was the point? I say go big, go big and get that money, you know. This works That's for my me. Thing. Yeah, I agree with this. I'm, it will make us uh, more comfortable. Uh, give us room I, for. Be- oh, I should ask. I'd be careful. Can I say one thing though? Yeah. I do want to point out. I would be careful with the fibbing. That didn't seem to be your strongest. I practiced this all the way back. From Maybe that was made it worse. You oh, can overthink yes? it. You ever think too hard about how to tie your boots? And then you go to do it and it won't come? Mine zip up. Um, nice. Yes, it is. No, very nice. nice yes. um, Real nice. I should ask, uh, so that we are all on the same page, I would like to uh, perhaps extend an offer to uh, Beck and Skittles uh, in positions in our crew, in our new ship. But I suppose as a, a team, I should speak with you before I do this? Fuck no. No. Not split in five ways. It's going to be hard enough to make a living with three of us. Let them work on commission. Could they work on commission? You mean for every fridge they sell, they get another two lux? What do you mean commission? (laughs) Yeah, like a percentage of whatever we take in. I was... A small, tiny little percentage. I mean... Can't we try it with the three of us first and see? I mean, we're barely sort of filling out how we gel. I don't want to necessarily bring in a bunch of other hungry mouths. And that would give them a chance to recover from their awful tragedy as well. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe maybe we do a mission just to us. How, yes. How about this, right? Uh, we will set them up. Uh, I will get Beck enrolled in the school here with Brother Seldom. Um, and perhaps Skittles can attend the school as well. I do not know uh, what the position is on octopuses, uh, but I assume Brother Zelda will uh, be open to this. And then they are there. They are there if we ever need to hire them for a job. Of course. Yes. Sounds this, good. Yes. Absolutely. There's one guy in the corner of the elevator who's just been quiet the whole time. <laughs> can I work? Can I have a job? No, can I'm work? sorry. We are can not I hiring. have a job? Are you? Now, thi- now this guy here? Yep. 
Yeah, you all he, see the spark, right? You all yeah, see he, it, see, right? He looks like a real pervert to me. I put my arm around his shoulder. Now look at this fucking Clasper. Look at his face. Uh, no, he has the face of a pervert. What's your name? Don't think, just answer. No. No? I don't want to tell you my name. Uh, <laughs> That's see, good instincts. You classic, can't teach that. Classic pervert dodge. Do you know a guy named Guthrie? Oh, yes, we should start asking this of everybody. Yeah, we'll ask around. Yeah, Mr. Uh, no. He's our fucking Count Rook. Or doctor. <laughs> um, I am a doctor, a medical doctor. Dr. No, okay. No, that's not my, my name. <laughs> you said is... your name was No. Let's move on. Shaq. Dr. Shaq? <laughs> <laughs> my name is Dr. Shaq. Griffin, I I want to warn you, Griffin. <laughs> listen, listen. I want to say something about the Adventure Zone. We're gonna take a quick break here because <laughs> I need to say something. <laughs> Making up fake things about someone is the Beetlejuice of Adventure Zone. <laughs> so far, you've made up two things. Mm -hmm. It's the voice and the name Doctor Shack. Now <laughs> I am telling you, I am telling you now. As a fair warning as your brother, that if you make up one more thing about him, yeah. you'll never be rid of him. Ever. We'll be obsessed. This is your warning. This is your one warning about Dr. Shaq. <laughs> he could get off at the next floor, or he could have one more facet, which is yeah. enough to make him a living, breathing human. The door the door actually opens, and uh, it's, it's not up to the gunnel yet. And he steps out, and he says... I'm sorry to bother you guys. I, I I really don't usually put myself out like that. I'm just really, and his uh his neck expands like a puffer fish because that's his like fish like thing. And he's like, oh, there I go, there I go, there I go. Oh no, oh no, is that a third thing? Da, yes. da, 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 da. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A frames.com promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What, influencer? 
doesn't do that. I ask you, I'll wait. That's right, none of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information's there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Fairhaven's a city in a bubble. An actual bubble. It keeps the monsters out. Most of them, anyway. I never liked the look of movies on Blu-ray. For my money, Betamax is the superior format. I'm thinking of deleting Facebook and going back to MySpace. As far as beverages go, I'm just kind of over water. Though I guess at any given party, you're going to meet some dudes like that even if you're not in the middle of a nightmarish wasteland. Bubble, the sci-fi comedy from MaximumFun.org. Just open your podcast app and search for Bubble. Uh, you all get off at the gunnel uh, and make your way over to Desdemona's Hall. And Mona doesn't even sort of see you all as you all walk in. She has her uh, her tone wheel headphones on uh, and she's just kind of bumping it. And she turns and sees you and pulls them off and says, Ah, okay, so um, like, how'd it go? Where's my where's my split, you know? Did y'all, you know, make it back with the, with the goods? Um, or what was the, how'd it go? Uh, no, it turns out um, Gusri is uh, just a real asshole. Who's uh, that? Uh, it was the guy we went to meet. But so we ended up oh, uh, yeah. going. We didn't go on the adventure at all. Uh, oh, but we man. did find a kind benefactor who gave us money for a ship. 
Oh, good. All right, cool. I, I'll be straight. I was worried about y'all, and I was feeling a little bit guilty about it. But if I find out like that everything's great, and that you actually had a pretty kick-ass day, then that really alleviates a lot of the pressure off me, the salesperson. So thank you. So y'all got the money? Well, we signed up? an NDA, Griffin. Oh, that's right. I didn't say so, that to Mona. I said that to you. Right. No, we sound alike. I've got a cold. Um, <laughs> she says, all right, so uh, y'all, uh, y'all in the buying mood then? Yes. I think we'd like to make a deal. Maybe. You know, we're still kind of on the fence. You know what? This isn't a good idea. We should go. I'm sure there's another place. What are you talking about? We're here to buy a ship. We need a ship or else we cannot get work. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, um, with Amber because I can swim underwater. I don't but know if we need this does not make any sense. We have to go very far away. Well, so we need the ship. Without the ship, we cannot well, get the job. There's probably other places to buy a ship, right? Well, no, I do not know what they are talking about. Uh, we need the ship and... Oh, I no. see. Oh, I understand what you are doing. Yes. Yes. Maybe we do not need the ship. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do y'all want a minute to like get your negotiating like tactics? No, just tell us what you got. I mean, I got fuck. I got like whatever you want. Cool cuss, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Real choice. Cool, cool job. Um, here, let me. I'll I'll show you some of my um sort of less dilapidated stock. Um, and she don't hold back. She she opens up the uh this 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 large. Uh, door, uh, but behind her, her sort of sales desk here, and uh, walks you through, and she flips a couple switches, and lights illuminate. She got a showroom. This, uh, well, it's not much of a showroom as much as it is a sort of an indoor junkyard. Like there are definitely okay. a lot of ships here that are just stacked to the rafters, uh, and then there's a few that are. Uh, out for display and some of them are you know they aesthetically they look very very nice the interior quality of them uh you are not quite as certain about um but she walks you through and she says yeah so um knowing y'all's budget uh i think maybe these shinier ones aren't your if you see one that like light reflects off of the surface of it just assume that it's probably too expensive. Um, How much would you. this be? The shiny ones? Uh, I mean, this this one here is is uh, sixty um, lux. Ob obo, as we say. I will give you five lux for it. Make a make a fucking make a roll. If you say the shit, you make the roll. Ten plus seven, seventeen. No. Five? No. I said no. I said 60. Is there a... This is a uh, sort of a meta question, but is there a floor on that? Like, you know, if you try to buy something that's 100 bucks for a dollar, like, there's zero if you had amount crit, of rolling. If you had crit, I would have I countered. <laughs> but yeah. not with the... Okay, not okay, with the okay. Uh, okay, she says, got it. One, okay. I, I don't know if y'all are serious anymore. Why don't you just take a look around and holler if you see something that catches your eye? And she uh, she walks back into the front room. And you all basically have free reign in here to walk around and look at the inventory. It is a, a sprawling showcase, though. So 
I had an idea for how to sort of find y'all's shit. And it's it's Let going to be... Let our hearts guide us. Well, it's I'm thinking more of a sort of design by committee idea. Because your your ship, whatever you end up with, is going to be the the main setting, I would say, for this campaign. It is going to be y'all's home. It is going to be where you live and what you invest most of your earnings into to, you know, continue to take on tougher and tougher jobs. So it's like an important thing. And, uh, you know, it's much like how the fifth sex in the city person is the city. Well, that's the sixth one, as we all know. Um, And the seventh is Baralug. He's a demon. Yeah, the ancient one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lives in the sewers. Um, And the eighth is the just the fashion. But uh, for for y'all, it's I mean the ship is going to be important. So the ninth is Ghost Rider. Go on. I want you all to do a D twenty roll, and I'm gonna just ask you all some questions. So okay. should we do and, the roll now? Yeah, just do the roll now, and this roll will determine sort of the order in which you will answer the questions. Uh, I got a seven. That's a seven for Devo. A nineteen for Zooks. Damn. The J Man. Pulls a 16. Okay. So the first question goes to Zooks. And I have these kind of ordered roughly in like impact on what the ship is and what the ship is going to look like. Um, And so Zooks, you get to answer the first question. You are the first one to notice this, this ship. And these questions, by the way, I want you to answer very specifically. I do not want you to sort of go broader on on the uh, on the answers because you might sort of bleed over into another another question. I want you to answer specifically what I what I ask about the ship and as we go along we'll we will paint a picture together of what this ship looks like. So Zooks, this this ship catches your eye. Maybe it's not sort of on the showroom floor. Maybe you find it behind a, a couple stacks. Um, but you see a ship and though you are new to life, Zooks, you sort of recognize this ship as being of a design of a certain purpose. This ship uh, belonged to a certain vocation before. It was piloted by people who had a job to do, and that is my question. What was this ship's former purpose? And I want you to keep in mind like what that could mean for the undersea city of Founders Wake, right? Like... What are some what are some reasons that you might need a ship other than just like going out and adventuring, uh, whether it's, you know, transportation or delivery or, you know, s- you know, smuggling. If you want to go a sort of Millennium Falcon route with it, um, what what is this ship's former purpose that you find? Exploration. Um, can you be more specific than just exploration? <clears throat> um. I think it's designed for a, uh, mostly a case of durability. I think for deep water uh, survival, okay. go down to the depths to survive the crushing pressures of, of, of deep seas. So it's a deep water submersible, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, everything in this that we're dealing with is a submersible. Right? Yes, yes, yes. 
But I mean, like, there's a different design to, like, the ships that they take, like, into Ma- the Marianas right. Trench and shit. Right. When I say specifically, I didn't mean sort of more specific to the purpose, but rather the, the purpose itself, right? When you say exploration, that could mean it – could, it could mean, like, one of those – one of those ships that found the Titanic, one of those big bulbous boys, or it could be like a glass bottom boat. It could be. Um, what well, do you want me to be specific? Because I had something in mind when you asked me that. As long as it's about the sort of vocation that the ship sort of fulfilled, and not the design of it. Oh well. What did you What did you have in mind? A, a bathyscape. This, bathyscape. you know, something that incorporates a bathysphere. But is still sturdy and bigger. Okay, I feel you. That is that is broad enough. I think if we stop there, uh, basically this ship that you find, maybe you've seen one, right? Because you you have a bit of cartography training. Uh, it is a it is a big, not sleek, not stylish looking like unit at all. Uh, it is broad and wide and and it, and it has space for. Ooh, hey, Dad! I'm looking at a picture of a bathyscape. Really yeah, it's, cool. Yeah, it's nothing like particularly intricate or anything like that. But it is it is a a hardy vessel, and it doesn't look flashy in any way. But but it looks it doesn't look like it has a you know leaks in it because if that was the case, it would implode under the sort of deep sea pressure it was kind of designed to uh, to to navigate. Okay. Uh, next, we go to Amber. Amber. Yeah. Uh, now, we're going to build on these questions, right? But don't feel like you have to. We all maybe just looked at a picture of a bath escape. Don't feel like you need to like answer like what a bath escape looks like because, you know, okay. I it, I want a zebra to come out of this, not a horse or a camel, I guess, is what d- is designed by committee. Zooks calls you over and shows you the ship. What does its propulsion system look like? Hmm. Propulsion system. And don't feel like you need to answer based on like physics or what is real like i want you to answer based on what you think is cool Hmm. um some inspiration here like the sort of dual rails of the enterprise or the sort of horizontal slit of to to return to the millennium falcon maybe it's big turbines maybe it's a propeller maybe it's you know whatever um you know how if you get in like a bubble tub there's like the bunches and bunches of little holes that the bubbles come out of a bubble tub, like a you know, like a jacuzzi. Ah, yes, of course. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, like in a jacuzzi. A jacuzzi, yeah. There's like that bunch of little holes where the bubbles come out. Yeah, right. Thank you. You made me Google so, bubble tub, and then it was like, "Do you mean bathtub?" And I was like, "Click yes." And then it was like, "Here's what bathtubs look like." Here's a bathtub. Like, <laughs> you unwashed <laughs> monster. <laughs> you know, like a bubble tub. Right. Okay. So, and it's got like the all the little holes where the bubbles come out. Right. Right. Yeah, so this is like there's a the ship surrounded by like a uh, pressurized air bladder around all sides with all these like holes, and depending on where the jets blow out, that's it pushes in that direction. Okay, so it's like fully maneuverable depending on where the air jets uh, shoot out of. Okay, so it's not just like propelled in one direction. You can kind of shift the where you want the airflow to to be dispatched from. Cool. And I imagine that also has a sort of um, ballast effect also, right? That's how they, you know, how you go up and down in submarine yeah, is exactly. you make the air go to different parts of the ship or release it or whatever. Okay, cool. 
Um, that is that is sick. Devo, you you walk over now too, and you see Amber and Zook eyeing this ship. Uh, my question for you, with the same sort of like principle of of Amber's decision, there is where is its bridge located, and what does it look like? Ooh, okay. Um, bridge being not a you know structure connecting to land masses, but I know, a Griffin. I well, know for the, that. For the listeners at God, home. That was insulting. God bless, man. Oh, God, I'm an Griffin. adult. Right, okay. I've watched movies man. and TV shows before. He watches movies and TV shows. Um, I would say that, uh, so you have uh, a somewhat conical, uh, in fact, I'm going to say a conical body um, with the ring of air bladder uh, at the widest part of the cone in the back. Well, um, I think I think Amber described the air bladder as like surrounding the ship, so yeah, that it, it can. It's, it's not just at the back; like the jets can go off to the side to push oh, the ship left to okay. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then you know what? You have the air bladder right in in this tubular form. Does that sound more along those lines? I That's, think. I think. In, think of it as like a skin, oh. like a very thick exoskeleton of air around the hall around the hall the bridge is a kind of like flat on on the top and the bottom disc um that is raised you know above the ship so it sits on top of the body of the ship okay Um, so that uh you can see 360 degrees depending on where you're looking out of of the bridge at any point okay um uh, yeah, so it's like a raised, almost like a um, a uh, like air traffic controller tower. Yeah, or I mean, it is like the top deck of a of a of a ship. Like how there's there are actual on a on a proper you know above water ship, like the as they call them. Yeah, uh, like the that is what the forecastle, which is how forecastle is pronounced. And boy, howdy, I got some notes about that when the first episode came out. Uh, <laughs> That's that is that is sort of but but you are saying As someone who only recently read that word for the first time. That's a stupid way of saying. Yeah, well, so is, on, so is Gunnel because Gunnel could be pronounced Gunwale, which like is so much better. Okay, but this is like a circular sort of thick disc that sits on the top of of the you know big bulky bath escape sort of structure. Yes. Oh, I like that. Okay, yeah, that's sick. Um, can I can I suggest one thing? Maybe sure. there's maybe there's rails on the side of it running up and down uh, on on two sides of it, so that the bridge can drop down into the body of the ship, like almost yeah. like a turtle pulling its head into the into the the bulk of the yeah, ship. Yeah, I think it's it's currently raised, right? But there is a, a like complicated. I would say instead of rails, it's like uh, the teeth of a gear. Yeah. Right, where like uh, it can crank down the central tube that it's on to like, yeah, to kind of uh, brace. Cool. God, I love gears and tubes. I love, I love fucking <laughs> gears myself because that's what I want, right? What, what I don't want is for this ship to be too like technologically advanced. I really like the idea of it having a lot of like mechanical. Oh yeah, like, no, I mean nothing's too technologically advanced. Yeah, down down here, like like I would say in this the the raised bridge is not nearly as sleek as you might like. You can see every rivet and weld, and like the three hundred and sixty degree like viewport is not a seamless thing. It's like you know, there's like 
six inch wide like right. metal structure, like crossbars, okay. like bracing every foot of the window. You know what I mean? Like it is not perfect. Um. So the three of you are standing here looking at this ship, which is kind of starting to take shape a little bit. And Zooks, th- there is something about this ship, just like a, a an odd eye-catching feature of it that looks maybe like it was aftermarket. Like maybe you don't know what this thing is doing or this design uh, is doing on a, a ship uh, built for deep sea exploration. Uh, what is the most eye-catching feature of the ship? Not including its its jacuzzi propulsion system or sort of super cool raising and lowering bridge. The um, bathysphere structure underneath. Okay. Is detachable. Interesting. Okay. With its own built-upon look to it. Um, okay, I see now. Okay, I'm looking at this picture now. So yeah, a a a bath escape is not a bathysphere. It is the ship that transports the bathysphere to. Well, a bathyscape uses a bathysphere as right. part of its underbelly. Yeah. Right. So it's it's sort of a, basically kind of a submarine, classical submarine shaped ship, a little bit, but with a bathysphere attached to the bottom of it with a yeah kind of right. like those zeppelins you know that then have yes like oh that's the, exactly right yeah it looks like a it looks kind of a little bit uh goodyear blimpy uh in terms of structure cool okay so i'm goodyear so blimpy the, the sphere underneath is looks like it could be its own craft okay cool that is very neat uh and you start checking that out too because you you walk towards this uh detachable sphere on the bottom of the ship and start checking it out Amber, uh, a a light flickers and comes on and and illuminates this ship so you can see it a little bit more clearly. And um, now it is is well lit enough for you to catch the color scheme of the ship. What is the color scheme of this ship? It's like, um, what color is Zooks? Zooks is... Hey, Zooks, what color are you? Um, kind of, um... Your coral parts, he means. The the armor parts? Like if someone I looked at you, your primary color would be. Yeah. Like teal. Coral. Teal. Teal. Nice. Uh, because I think he would want to blend in with underwater. Cool. I'm going to go with like fuchsia. Okay. I love that look underwater. Kind of like a like a bioluminescent fuchsia that kind of glows a little bit underwater. It, Love that look. Um, so all all fuchsia or is is like the hull fuchsia or the bladder, the um, whatever it is, the bladder uh, propulsion system fuchsia. Like, is it all just all fuchsia all the no, time? That's more of a, like the the propulsion system, or the propulsion system is the, uh, the whole thing. Right. Right. This is what we've talked about. Maybe the detachable is like uh, a very dark purple. Okay. That could look cool because it's a little, it could be a little bit more sleek and stealthy. Right. Mm. And maybe like the bridge too. So you have the fuchsia and then the bridge and the bottom one are the purple. Cool. Uh, I think that would look cool. Any other colors you want to throw on here? Yeah. Definitely flame um, decal, th- Justin. There's g- there's green flames. 
Because that looks cool. Yeah, Dad's got the idea. That's what comes up when you fuchsia. It's like a fuchsia. Fuchsia. You guys know fuchsia. I think you are, without realizing it, going in a sort of Evangelion direction, and I'm fully, fully <laughs> yeah, here for it. As you know, that's a huge. It's a huge yeah, important thing for you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Ner- nerve. Right. Yeah, hey. He raises his. He raises his hand above the table, waiting for high fives. Nerve anybody? Yeah. Sure. Slap. 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 Um. And finally, Devo, you approach the ship and uh, notice through, maybe through this like elevated bridge, you can kind of see down into uh, the sort of inhabitable part of the, of the ship. Um, briefly, like what, what does the interior look like? Without sort of saying, well, it's got a, it's got, don't be specific about like the chambers that are there because that's something that, you know, we will build out mechanically. But if you were to describe sort of what the vibe of the inside of the ship is like. Right, 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 right. Um, Bearing in mind that it was built for deep sea exploration. and that Yeah, no, no, no. I would say that what like uh, a series of like, uh, let's say eight foot by eight foot basically like squares and um the appearances that they are kind of uh bulkhead that they're there is like if this chamber floods right this one seals to protect the rest of the ship right and so you have all these individual chambers um that are there that can like individually seal off so you can either have them all open um, and then seal them from the rest of the ship to to keep uh, the damage minimalized. But it also creates a very sectioned off. Like this could be a this could be a room for you. This could be a room for this. This is, like it gives you a lot of individual chambers to play with. It's pretty Spartan, right? It's not like right. set up with like windows and you know carved wooden doors or anything. But it sounds modular, is what you're describing. Very modular. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, awesome. Okay, this is, uh, you all have been eyeing this ship now for- Can I suggest um, one other feature? Uh, uh, just, sure. just with, if we have a submersible on the bottom of the ship, we should probably have, like, retractable landing gear. Well, uh, some, something, yeah, some kind I mean, of that, legs. That'll, yes, you can assume, yeah. Th- this ship was used before, and that is obviously a- a a thing that they would have also kept in mind. So like, yeah, it, it yeah. there's there's landing gear that pops out of the of the of the bottom. It's a deep sea ex- exploration vehicle. Like it of course has that. Yeah. Um, we don't want to land on on the bathosphere. You don't want to land on the bathosphere. That would be silly. Um okay. Uh so Mona sees you all looking at this this uh this ship and she says, Oh, really? This y'all like this one? It's kind of a kind of an eyesore, I thought. Um but this is it? I mean, I love this bubble tub skin it's got. This is, I do like the bubble tub skins. This is nice and uh, a cushy bridge. I'm going to say very nice bridge and uh, look at the colors, Duke. The colors, what would you say that is? Kind of a fuchsia? Oh, yes, definitely fuchsia. It's a little bit of uh, nice. the deep purple. Nice. And and the, the sphere underneath looks so Cool. So and I like cool. the way that they added this landing gear. The, the landing gear is <laughs> okay. such a genius. Uh, All right. Yeah, because I was worried you'd land on the bath. <laughs> this would not make otherwise. This would so make no stupid. sense. Like, who would even do oh, that? Amber, Amber, Amber. Uh, she 
grabs some... Did you see these modular rooms? (laughs) She grabs some paperwork uh, and is... She says, okay, um, all right, I'll make y'all a deal. I could could let this one go for 30 lux. Nice. Wait, now hold on. Nice. Uh, I think the best that we could do is 25. You did say it was... An eyesore. This you is true. So we'd kind shape. of be doing you a favor when we took it away. Uh, roll a roll a persuasion check, Devo. Five lux is a a chunk of change, so this is not going to be a uh, an auto Thirteen. Yeah. I feel like I should get advantage though because the eyesore thing. Because that was a good point. Um, no, uh, thirteen <sighs> does not pass. She says, um, no, it's it's thirty, but. Uh, I tell you what, I feel bad um, that you all apparently had a rough day. Your coral friend looks like dead as fuck. He looks like a dead body, like that's like walking around like a scary zombie, and that scares me a lot. Um, oh gosh, uh, am, am I am I paling out? Am I paling out? Is oh my- no, Zooks, you're going to be okay. Oh, I'm so sorry, my friend. Oh, oh okay. She says thirty, and um, I will throw in. A very special bonus. I will throw in a pass to a very exclusive, very exciting aftermarket for uh, any upgrades you might need. Um, and this is you can't. This is a secret thing. Like you can't go around telling everybody. Like, hey, yeah, Mona hooked me up, and like, go go ask her, and like all that. Like it's secret, secret stuff. But Josh, are you sure? I wouldn't want you to get in trouble with your boss. Cause it's such a cool secret. No, it's not my. It's not here. It's not. I don't have the. I don't do upgrades. I just sort of sell the junk and. I mean the great ships, um, but um, I'm telling you, this thing's worth worth its weight in in gold. And it doesn't have a weight. It's worth the. It's worth the money. Could, but before we sign anything, could we take it out for a test run? Absolutely not. This is the ocean, and you could just go. And I would have, and, and Zooks, I would have no way of finding you, would I? Because you know why? It's the well, that, be, well no, 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 no. Let's, car out well, for a test hold on, drive. hold on, hold on. It's the ocean. Like it's not like I can hop in another boat and then like follow you, <laughs> and you know what I mean. Like I guess I could come with you, but then I would be kidnapped, and you could just like kill me out there, and nobody would know. Yeah. And you know why, Zooks? It's the o- it it, it's the ocean. The ocean. And the OnStar doesn't work in the ocean. That's do you right. have a return policy? I do not have a return policy. Okay, we'll take it. I have a no it- no returns <laughs> policy, which I guess does is- it have weaponry? Can you tell me that? Yeah. Um, no. I mean, but from what I can tell, this thing was used to like you know scope out like weird mollusks and shit by a bunch of nerds. If, um, I Dad, go back in time and say we- that it was a warship. A big battleship used for killing big dragons. <laughs> yeah, it was for shooting through walls and stuff. But don't we? Won't we need some armaments though? I'm telling you, that's what my aftermarket guy is going to hook you up with. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Couldn't see the forest for the coral. Yeah. So uh, what do you what do you say? We got a deal. Amber, what do you think? Yeah, let's do it. All right. You're here. You all hand over the 30 lux, uh, leaving you with 12. We had a little trouble unlinking them from the other 12. Yeah, because sure. Because they all fit together. Uh, and not used to that. 
And uh, she writes a couple more things. She's like, all right, I got the title here. Oh, this is just a f- formality, but um, uh, it needs a name. Do y'all mm. have one figured out or? Hmm. What do you folks think? Okay, so can we just talk amongst ourselves? Yeah, yeah. Oh, let me, get, let me shake off my character. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, do you guys have any thoughts? <laughs> mm, I... I want to get it right and do it perfect. Yeah. Because I feel like here's our record for naming ships. Mm-hmm. Star Blaster. Yeah, it's perfect. Huge. Fucking merchandise. Get mm-hmm. the model. Right. right. Get the model. Glue it up. You know, like huge. Uh-huh. Still under option from Aurora. Biggest yeah. baby. Yeah. Biggest Matt, baby. Like, perfect. I think we can all agree not. Fucking crush yeah, it. So good. Oh. How about. Littlest baby. Littlest yeah. baby. Ooh. Yes. Okay, this is actually a short conversation. Yeah, it's the littlest baby. Littlest this baby. This is the littlest baby. I feel like I should have the ability to black to, to, black, yes. to blackball. Now, Griffin, this. I'm sorry, but Griffin, the, you asked the littlest baby. Think about how baby. funny it will be for you to say, like, so the littlest baby is out exploring. <laughs> the littlest baby cuts through the waves. The littlest baby is in a fight, right? All right, well, let me let me say a few things, and then if you still decide okay. it's Lilith's baby. The biggest baby is the monolithic body of a god that uh-huh. single-handedly keeps... When yeah, I yeah, say yeah. the biggest baby and the chaperones, I am basically saying, like, the military force that protects the city. And people have different feelings about that, yeah. but it, it doesn't change the fact that it is a it is an icon. It is a thing with right. a strange name. And y'all are basically saying, here's the squeakquel? Uh, <laughs> it's an homage. It's, yeah, it's, an, it's homage an homage to the big baby, a very good- How about- it, uh, It'll also help the listeners remember the time we came up with the best name ever for a boat. I am willing to compromise Griffin and change it to the littlest stinky baby. No, if so you that want way, to go, no, 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 you're being silly. Can I say you're saying much? What about okay, garbage? stinky no, little baby. baby? No, it's the littlest baby, stinky little. The stinky, <laughs> the stinky little baby. Littlest baby is at least superlative. Well, we can put it in parentheses, so it'll be the the littlest baby parentheses stinky in parentheses. <laughs> now, so I remember, did we have big baby and then biggest Correct. baby? No, no, no. It was originally big baby, and then there was a naming. <laughs> you remember this? There was a there was a PR effort to come up with a better name than big baby, and they came up with biggest baby. Right. <laughs> It's a good podcast. It's a great podcast. If you haven't listened to those episodes, go back and listen to them. So it's Littlest Baby, and I'm extending my fist across the table. Littlest Baby. Oh, man. See, bump, Griff, bump. Hi, Griff, are you loving it's, it? Yet? It's y'all ship. If y'all want to call it the Littlest Baby, that's fine. That's what you've decided. Now I worry that Griffin is going to... Griffin is going to use this against us, and every time we talk to anybody, they're going to be like, and what's the name of your ship? And we're going to be like, it's the Littlest Baby. And Y'all then they're going like, to fucking voyage. spit in our face. Y'all had your maiden voyage on a ship called Dreams of Deborah. I don't have a, a fucking leg to stand on here. I just want to make sure you spent a long time designing this thing, and it's it's it's. I just want to make sure. That wasn't really our, far, all, our fault, though. You know what I mean, Griffin? Right. We probably would have just blazed yeah, through it. Yeah, we could have just been, said I we bought just, a ship and let... If I had been doing this by myself, I would have just been pounding that 
that B button. Yeah, right. You know, until sure. I had a ship in front of me. Because we could have just said ship, and then like, yeah, fan artists would have figured it out for us. And sure. we and we just looked over behind another pile, and there's the Sequest DSV. Oh yeah, we could have so, called I mean, it Sequest. We could have with that. Yeah. Sure. Okay, she yeah. says, "All right, Lilith's baby. All right, that's I'm not going to call it. Look. No, no, no. We can't call we it. We can't Lilith's call it. What the fuck Sorry. are you talking about, Griffin? Travis, Travis, put us up to it, Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd fight harder. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize we'd broken you so badly over the years. Yeah, he's so broken. It made me sad every second with a knife in my heart. I've broken my boy. My boy. I broke my child. So the fight's drained out of him. Y'all, y'all coordinated behind behind the scenes to harass me like that. Yep. Yeah, we thought it would. We thought it would be a better fight. Thought, <laughs> but, you, but you rolled over and showed us your soft underbelly right away. <laughs> you helped us adjust the angle of the knife so it would go directly into your jugular. You made it a cleaner kill, which was. It's, it's been a long. That, now that's just going to knock me out. You got to tighten it up here. Perfect. Right there, there we go. Now kick the stool. Um, let's let's name the boat next time. All right. Yeah, she writes TBD. <laughs> Boats. Yeah, it's fine. This will this will prove y'all own a boat, and um, and this is uh this is for you. And she hands you all a uh sort of palm sized like marble diamond, and etched into it is a design that kind of looks like a big. Uh, round potion bottle, and floating inside of it is a is a ship, sort of floating on the the fluid inside of it. And um, let's just let's just jump to you. You all sign the paperwork. You get the deed, uh, and plenty of time to kill before your deadline. And so you all follow uh, Mona's instructions. But we didn't even ask Mona if there were financing options. Uh, there are there are just assume there were not. Uh, and you all go uh, down to the base level, down to the gills, and actually behind the Blue Span Brokerage building, and actually like built into the rock wall of this of this cliff that the city is sort of built onto. Uh, you, you walk back there, and there's kind of like a grotto, um, but not like not, the drug grotto. Not like the drug, like an actual proper sort of grotto, almost just like a a, a cave, right? back here uh, filled filled with water and it looks you know undeveloped they haven't like there's not city back here but you do spot a a big metal shutter on the wall and as you hold this little diamond shaped stone up towards it following Mona's instructions it slides open and you all walk into another warehouse but this one is not the junky mess of Desdemona's Hall. This one is much more intentional. It is cleaner and it is displaying just anything you could ever need for a ship. It is, you know, there are sample hull materials. There are weapons. There are um, tools and like models of, of uh, specialty chambers for the inside of the ship. There's, there's an entire luxury ship uh, sort of floating in the rear of of this uh, this watery cave. Um, there's stuff in here that you like didn't know existed, like ship technology that is beyond your your knowledge. Um, but also sort of scattered around this very clean, pristine 
warehouse, there are just huge holes in the cave wall. Um, and as you walk inside this room and the shutter closes behind you, there's a whistling noise from, from one of these holes deeper in the room and you hear a low, slow voice inquire. New members? It's been some time. You three should consider yourselves very fortunate. You're about to depart on a voyage through values unimaginable. This, that sounds good. Um, I, excuse me, my friend, we cannot see you? I suppose introductions are in order. I am but a humble trader displaced from my home within the Phantom Sea. I was the proprietor of a grand aftermarket shipyard just off the coast. And while my business was lost to the rages of the maelstrom, my entrepreneurial spirit was not so easily drowned. And popping out of a hole in the ceiling right above you, you come face to face with the source of this voice. He is a long, long, long catfish <laughs> whose body is still sticking in the wall and hanging down. His barbels are long and drooping into the water below you. And he says, my name is Felix. Welcome to the Phantom Sea Coast Co. <laughs> Damn it, I'm proud. <laughs> I am so proud. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.